You're listening to my Peeping Life podcast. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to my Peeping Life podcast. I am Tamilyn Murphy, and this is episode 23. Thank you for joining us. Today we're going to be talking about my beautiful country of South Africa and how resilient she is and how beautiful she is and how no matter how much she bleeds, she still survives. I am a proud South African and this month has been a difficult month for us but we've pushed through, we've pulled through and step by step and day by day we will make it through these tough times. Thank you for joining my Peeping Like podcast. I will be right back. Last week was a difficult week for all South Africans as they watched a part of their country burn. KwaZulu-Natal was the worst affected, which is where I live. And the looting and the rioting that occurred brought us into a state of survival. I think everybody that lives in KwaZulu-Natal last week were in survival mode. We had to stay out of the drama. We had to stay out of the way. We had to survive. Not because the looters were harming people, they weren't. They were breaking into buildings and looting and stealing um, products, fridges, uh, food, stoves, but it wasn't, it wasn't a hunger thing. It was a planned thing where the poor were used or the hungry were used to do the dirty work. But from where I sit, it was strategically planned by those that sit above and had a hidden agenda. Now, it was scary because the volume, the amount of people, (laughs) and it's not funny, I'm laughing because the shock of having to experience or having to watch my city burn having to watch my province burn, having to watch my street where I live burn was a scary thing. And for me as a mother, having to shelter my child as much as possible from what was going on around her, but at the same time also keeping her informed was difficult and challenging. And for me as a person, I was afraid. I was afraid because I was unsure of what was happening. I was afraid because it was so close to me. And for the first time ever, I didn't feel secure. I didn't feel in control. And for the first time, I had to survive and I had to use the tools that I had to control myself, my inner peace, my inner self. But let me tell you what a struggle it is to control fear, (laughs) especially when you have a life 
in your hands. Controlling fear is very difficult and anxiety. And I know that from last week and the after effects of last week is that I live in a place where I once went for early morning walks and I was never 100% safe because crime is everywhere and women are always a victim, victims of crime. And so me walking around was never 100% safe, but I felt safe because this was my community and this was my neighborhood and I did feel safe. I felt safe enough to get up and go for a, a morning jog or a morning walk or and I'm at a point where I don't feel safe driving around the corner. Not because it's not safe, but because it wasn't safe last week to drive around the corner. And not only was it not safe, I couldn't do it physically because the roads were blocked off by our community policing forums that were protecting us. So last week, my world got turned upside down by people that are hurting and people that are hungry and people that don't know better and are just being told to do destructive things and they don't know the consequences of their actions. Buildings have been burned, jobs have been lost, and food was scarce, and still is scarce, in this province. I went to buy chocolate for my mother yesterday. <laughs> um, and getting into the shop and asking them like, where their chocolates are, they don't have stock because the trucks haven't come in because the factories were burnt down, the warehouses were all burnt down. They, st they strategically attacked and looted and burnt warehouses, you know, food. It's, my heart is so sore. That I, the shelves are empty in the shops that I know and I'm used to walking into full shelves, full of people and full of vibrance and it's just the air is heavy right now and not only is the air heavy but the air smells like sulfur <laughs> at nights because they burnt a, a plant with chemicals in it and you know for over for I suppose over five days now every night we get a smart we have to close up we have to block our air vents it's the destruction that's occurred is so heartbreaking and i'm not going to edit this podcast because i feel like editing out my pain and my silence takes away from my experience so i'd also post a blog post um called she bleeds but she's a survivor in tamstomay.com, my webpage. I'd like you also have a visit, have a read. Um, let me know what you think and what you feel. Um, I'm going to read it out for you guys that are not readers. And 
then afterwards we'll have another chat. Thank you for listening. My name is Samuel and Murphy and this is my Peeping Lights podcast. I'll be right back. This is my blog post written on tamstame.com, T-A-M-S-T-A-M-E, she bleeds, but she's a survivor. I live in a country full of passion, vibrance and beauty. She holds so much value, not only on her land, but in her people. My country, the land of South Africa. She has laughed, she has sung, she has wept, and she has been broken. But her strength never seems to amaze me. South Africa, you beauty. You are mother to a rainbow nation. You nurture us and love us with everything that you are. You never seem to hold a grudge, do you? When they came from foreign lands long ago and took advantage of you and your people, You smiled with all of your beauty and made it through. But then they stole from you and took your precious stones, your riches, and even your people for themselves. And still, you smiled on them. Your people have fought for you. Some battles they have won and some they have lost. But they never go down without a fight, do they? How sad you must have been as you watched the brokenness of your people destroy what they themselves have built. How empty must their hearts be to destroy so many livelihoods? How broken are their souls that they needed to break the souls of others? I watched as our people battled with themselves. They fought themselves, nobody else. They hurt themselves. My heart felt empty too as I locked myself in my home to keep safe and listened to the explosions around me as the buildings were set alight and I listened to gunshots rippling through the air as if they were firecrackers. All I could do was lock the doors and pray. Last week I saw how broken my people really are. All of them every last color of the rainbow in our nation. When they felt threatened, I saw their brokenness. Their weakness came to light. Their hearts were exposed and their fears were shown to the world. First, there was an outpour of unity, but as it got darker and more dangerous, division became apparent. Protect our own, they said. When food was threatened, they closed off their roads to outsiders. And even though it didn't last too long, I saw your hearts, my people. I know you now. I know who I live amongst. I saw your hearts go dark in times of crisis. You looted from the looters. You stole stolen goods. You hurt in the name of helping. And yes, you did help. You protected your neighborhoods with everything that you had. I say this proudly too, but too many stories of greed found their way to my ears. 
and you took your position of protection and turned it into something that I all of a sudden wasn't so proud of anymore. The sad part is the darkness of a few have tainted the light of everyone else. I saw how broken our people really are. Underneath the proud faces that walk the streets, underneath the masks that we see, I saw their true selves as their greatest fears came to light. When they had the option to choose between good or evil, the few that chose evil took away from those that chose good. My heart is broken. Even as I watch the communities come together to clean up the mess that was made, to rebuild what has been destroyed, my heart remains broken because now that the masks are back on, we go on as normal. Clean up the mess, keep pushing on. Pushing the brokenness into the darkest corners of ourselves again. When will we ever heal? When will we see ourselves as one? Truly see ourselves as one nation. Not just for the world to see, but truly in our hearts. I am all nations. And when I talk about my people, I mean every last person. Not only those that mean something to me, but every last South African, every single life is worthy of life. There is no life that deserves what I had witnessed last week. What I have heard and what I have seen. I watched my hometown burn down in flames. I felt my heart break for everyone. I felt afraid for myself, for my loved ones, for those that are caught in the crossfire, for those innocents that could not protect themselves, for those that were creating the chaos too. I felt afraid for them. Because what does their future hold? What were their lives like that they had nothing to lose in doing this? How broken are people, Lord, that they have resorted to destroying their own land? She hurts as her people hurt. She cries as her people cry. South Africa is bleeding through the hearts of her people. But she is strong and she will rise once again because her strength lies in the roots of her land and not the shallowness of the passers-by that created this destruction with their wicked ideas and their greed. I didn't know how strong she was. They thought she would bow down in fear. But not this land. Not our land. Not our people. The light will shine through this dark phase. Love will break barriers and heal our hearts. Because we strive for unity and equality. We may have a long way to go. But we will get there. Because we know that we are stronger together than we are apart. 
we know that we are a land full with courage and fire in our hearts. And we are a land that may be broken right now, but will heal once again. And we'll get up from our knees and we will stand tall once again with our heads held high our hearts will beat together as we take one day at a time to fill the void that has been created in the soul of our country together we will overcome the pain in our hearts and we will heal the brokenness one heart at a time one life at a time remembering that no life is worthless and every beating heart deserves a chance to live. Thank you all for being here. It's been a tough time and slowly things are getting back to normal. But what isn't back to normal is the fear and anxiety that lives in our hearts now. And that will take some time to heal for everyone. Love and light. Thank you for listening to me go through my very emotional post not only for me but for many on tamstamay.com thank you for being here and thank you for supporting me I'll be right back for a small chat as you heard I am very emotional about what has happened on all levels not just for myself but for everyone I think I feel the heaviness of the pain that everyone has endured and still will endure um, pain whether self-inflicted or not still pain and I, I empathize and I feel for those that have to endure different types, some physical pain and some emotional pain. And I think I'm just, because I've fought emotional pain most of my life, I really do feel for those that, that, that have to endure. And I know that a lot of people are angry and a lot of people are, I suppose, hateful at this time. And they're saying many hurtful things and many, uh, they're saying so many things that are brought up by anger. But I just want to say from where I'm coming from, from my perspective and my point of view, that we cannot allow what has happened to divide us any more than we already are divided because when divided we will lose when we are divided we will lose but together we are stronger together we are better and any form of division for me is a negative it's darkness and as you all know that i am all for light and love and happiness and kindness 
And yes, I know that there are evil people. And I, yes, I know that there are cruel people. And yes, I know that everybody has something to say about not every life matters, but every life matters. It's, it's not for us to decide that life doesn't matter. Life matters. Whether you are a billionaire or whether you haven't got a cent to your name. Money does not make you valuable. Money doesn't make you live. The breath that you breathe, the air that you breathe, that is your value. Your life is your value. All lives, are ma all lives matter. Not because you're rich, you're more important than those that are poor. So, from one South African to another, or to whoever's listening, unity is always the answer, because we'll always be stronger together. The problem that we are having in South Africa is not a racial problem. Yes, we have got racial issues. The problem that we are having does not belong to any particular race. The problem that we are having is a people problem. There are people in South Africa that are doing bad things. The problem that we are having is a poverty problem. There are people in South Africa that are so desperate and so consumed in poverty that they are willing to do anything and everything to survive. There are people in South Africa that are not educated enough to understand the consequences of the actions. Please, let's not be divided because of the choices of others. Let's stand together instead and choose unity and choose love, choose light. I know that there's so much anger and there's so much resentment and there's, there's an undertone that sends an uneasy chill down my spine at the moment where so much is being said, but it's the things that are not being said that scare me the most. And so our country is in a, in, in a place of uncertainty right now. Our economy is struggling. It's not only a COVID problem anymore, but now it's an internal struggle between her people. But from what I have seen in the past, from what I have experienced in the past, and from what I've read about in the past, this is a strong country. This is a tough country. And the people here have endured a lot, have endured the unendurable. But here we are. We have survived many, many, many things. Hundreds of years of pain. But we've survived and we're here. And the next step, the step forward, the way forward, is always looking for the next best thing, the next right thing. What can you do as an individual to make this place 
better? What can you do to turn the situation around you around? What do you have to offer to turn South Africa into the rainbow nation, the beautiful country that she strives to be? Yes, right now we are bleeding, but we will heal. Our country will heal. I believe that it will heal. And I hope that you believe that too. Thank you for listening. I know this was an emotional podcast, but this is my heart. And this is where I am at the moment. And I'll always be honest and true. There is no pretending here. We are where we are. And this is where I am. Spreading love and light to those out there that are struggling, to those out there that feel useless and and that feel hopeless, and sending gratitude to those that came in in the last moments to feed the people that needed to be fed. If there's one thing I see in our country, as much as there's a lot of pain, there's also a lot of love. And the outpour of love that came down from all different parts of the country in order to aid and assist people with cleaning up the mess and with feeding our communities was overwhelming. And my heart is filled not only with pain from what has happened, but also with pride for the people that were strong enough and brave enough to stand up and pull through for the many that needed them to pull through. My name is Tammy Lynn Murphy, and you are listening to my Peeping Light podcast. Thank you so much for being here with me today. South Africa, she may be bleeding, but she's a survivor. This is the end of episode 23. Thank you, thank you, thank you for joining me from wherever you are in the world. I am so blessed and so grateful for you, for your time, and for your efforts. Thank you, you are loved. absolutely wish that these podcasts could survive from love and fresh air but nope apparently it's money that makes this world go round not love (laughs) i would really love to spend more time on these but unfortunately bills need to be paid and i have a day job so if you believe in me and the work that i do here in my writing Please support my podcast or my blog by making a donation or becoming a sponsor in some way, shape or form. Let's be real though. Not everybody can and that's okay. Your loyalty and following means the world to me. I absolutely love that you're here. So please continue to support me by just being here too and listening or reading and commenting and liking and just Spreading the love with me. Everyone is important. Especially here. And to me. Thank you. You're listening to my Peeping Light podcast.